Hi, and welcome to the Data Lab podcast. My name is Gordon Johnson, and I'm on the marketing team at Data Lab. Statistics play a huge role in society, from guiding decision making to informing policy to generating headlines. And consequently, statisticians are more important and more in demand than ever before. We are delighted today to have Professor Roger Halliday, Chief Statistician at the Scottish Government, here to talk to us about his role and what statisticians do in society today. Roger, thanks so much for being here with us. Oh, you're welcome. It's fantastic to, to be here, Gordon. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So I think to kick things off, uh, could you tell us a little bit about uh, your role uh, at the Scottish Government and what it means to be a statistician these days? Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, my role. So as the chief statistician, I'm responsible for the quality, the trustworthiness of all numbers that come out of public bodies in, in Scotland, whether that's on the economy, health, education, whatever different part of public life, I'm responsible for making sure that there's high quality numbers, that uh, they are actually uh, used by those organisations to improve decisions and improve lives. And I think that really goes to the heart of what a statistician's about. I would say working as a statistician in the public sector, you've got the chance to influence and, and make real change happen in Scotland by providing high quality, trustworthy statistics that inform decisions, empower communities and hold organisations that, that we have to account. We help tell the story of how the country is changing. And to do that, we first of all, we design the, the ways of collecting data and managing data and holding that safely. And, and we do that in ways that avoid or minimise the bias in, in that data. And then what we do is bring a range of an, an analytical tools and techniques to provide new insights. And then you know, our statisticians have got the skills in communicating that analysis in ways that resonate and the ways that people can remember and that they can use. So um, just, you know, everyone will be familiar with in, in COVID, you see the daily numbers come out on uh, cases, on hospital activity and deaths. Well, we set up all the systems behind uh, behind the scenes to make sure that that's done in ways that are consistent over time, that are consistent over the country, and that ways that the public can trust. It must be fascinating work, uh, seeing the the inner workings of all these uh, all the numbers that we all see every day. Uh, it must be amazing to see that you know behind the scenes. Um, could you elaborate a little bit on uh, how uh, you and your team and statisticians uh, support policymakers and um, how the information that you give them uh, goes on to affect policy. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in, in general, statisticians are typically part of wider analytical teams. So alongside economists and, and social researchers and, and other, other scientists and things like that. And, and we have an, a number of areas of influence in, in government itself. So, you know, our, our statistics help identify significant problems that need addressing. Uh, and, you know, obviously in that case, we, we try and delve down into, well, what's the root cause of the problem rather than what kind of the symptoms of, of the problem then? And, and then when ministers promise to do something about a, a particular problem, you know, we work through as statisticians uh, how to make that a reality. So we help understand the costs. We scale the research for what we know about what actually works in, in addressing that particular problem. Uh, we calculate a fair distribution of money 
around the country, some of the practical things that are actually needed to to make uh, the solutions work. And then then we measure whether what's put in place is having the desired effect. And so an example of, of this is, you know, from my own time acting as a statistician, is when I worked in healthcare and particularly around policies for people that have got chronic conditions. So one of my colleagues spotted that a you know a, a quite a small number of people accounted for a really high proportion of NHS spend. Uh, and then I explored this further and it explored it further in, in developing models of predicting future use of NHS services and trying to identify people that in 12 months time are going to cost the NHS a lot of money and therefore be in situations where they're going to have really poor health and unfortunately are going to die. And the, that was the basis of a whole change of uh, the, the way that parts of the NHS worked uh, to, to be more predictive and more preventative uh, and, you know, which saved hundreds of millions of pounds, helped people live longer with a higher quality of life. And this all came from uh, some, some piece of statistical analysis that, uh, that that we did within the Department of Health. It's amazing that uh, to see like the real world uh, effect of your work, you know, when it has such a, a huge impact on society, that must be really rewarding and a, a really gratifying experience. Uh, absolutely. I would, I would say that pretty much all the statisticians that we get into Scottish government, that's why they're there. It's to make that difference, to improve people's lives, to reduce inequalities in society and improve well-being. And that's the opportunity that that you you will get in, in this as a career. You know, speaking of making uh, getting into being a statistician, uh, could you tell us a little bit about your uh, career journey that's led you to where you are today? And maybe if you know the backgrounds of any of your uh, colleagues, just to you know, to give the listeners an idea of the the breadth of background that you can come from if you want to get into those kind of roles. Yeah. Um, well, I uh, I have had statistics as uh, as a kind of career anchor for me, and I've always worked as a civil servant. Um, and I, but I've moved around the the UK working in like uh, working pensions in health in I mean there's actually probably not um not much of the public sector that I haven't uh, got stuck into at one time or another and that I've moved from being a, a statistician to being a, a policy analyst uh, kind of supporting ministers more more directly uh, but but I would say that my role uh, and that what I've done in my career isn't typical actually, of our, our statisticians. I mean, firstly, you know, only a third of people that come in to statistics in, in government have got a degree in math statistics or kind of data science or the similar kind of subject. Most come from natural sciences, social sciences that contain some numerical content. Uh, I mean, we ask for, for, you know, around about a quarter of people's uh, time to, to be from numerical uh, subjects. So where I am probably more typical um, of our statisticians is that, you know, I'm originally from uh, from England, and that in fact, you know, many people come to the Scottish government for the quality of life for living in one of our uh, big cities in 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 Scotland, um, 
but you know we attract people from not just from the uk but from around the world actually and uh and the quality of life as well as the quality of the work is is part part and parcel of that and i would say that the other thing we would do is, is welcome ca uh, applications from people who who don't have a, a degree in a numerate discipline but have actually been working in and about the kind of sort of a data or statistics related field and um because we offer uh, we offer some some training and and qualifications uh, in, uh, in in some of the technical parts of of statistics uh, uh, or data science um, as as part of uh, as, as part of developing individuals within their roles. So uh, yeah, there, I, I wouldn't say that there's a typical career path. Fantastic. Uh, you know, obviously the that was a loaded question because I know the Scottish government are on the middle of, in the middle of a recruitment drive uh, right now and you're looking to bring a lot of uh, well you're looking to bring new people into the team uh, could you tell us a wee bit about um the kind of roles you're recruiting for and uh the kind of skills that you're looking for for the in the applicants yeah we're um currently recruiting for two kinds of roles so for yeah, i would say new graduates um would be one sort of group and then people with perhaps a, a couple, two or three years of, of experience uh, as well doing statistical data uh, science type roles. And the kind of thing that we're looking for is a little bit of experience in sort of designing uh, data, uh, data collection or data management uh, type activities I mean, that might be things that people have done in their degree projects that they might have done, uh, as well as actually using, um, uh, actually having uh, sort of work placements or, or, or things like that. Um, so there's there's a bit of that data collection. There's a bit of um, analysis and, and coding um, experience that I suspect we're, we'll be looking for. And and then, yes, yeah, so some statistical techniques. So that, there's that bit on the technical side and then you know the ability to work in the team, plan workloads, sort of balance priorities, and uh, and, and actually deliver service for for people. There's there's the kind of non non technical skills as well. And, and I would say that in any particular one job, there'll be more or less of of any of these technical and non technical skills that are required. And I think you don't need to be perfect at uh, you know have fantastic skills in any one of those. But or every one of those, should I say? But uh, but it's, it's just a sort of relatively rounded uh, uh, set of skills, uh, you know, in, in that territory. Great. I know that the closing dates for quite a few of these roles are quickly approaching. Um, as we record this on the twenty sixth of January, twenty twenty two, I believe the closing dates for some of them are next week. The one for more experienced um, people is the 2nd of, of February and our, our graduate recruitment is the 7th of February. Uh, I, I think there's uh, the, the, the applications not overly onerous, but uh, so hopefully uh, for people, it, it, it won't take too much time to actually get out and, uh, and put your name forward for, for this. We'd love to love to see your application. And I also uh, noted that there's an information session tomorrow that uh, the Data Lab is running uh, with the Scottish Government about 
these very applications. And I'm assuming that even if people are listening to this, you know, beyond the 7th of February, there will still be a ton of really interesting information in there for pursuing a career uh, in the government, you know, next time you are recruiting. Yeah, and and those sessions will be available to watch online uh, for the, for people, I suspect, uh, who will be hearing this after um, after they listen to to this podcast. So um, yeah, and th- those those sessions will have the kind of real life experience from a range of, of statisticians. What's it actually like to work? What are the, some of the things that the the people are working on just now? Uh, and what yeah, what has actually uh, been been somebody that works for for the Scottish government actually look like? So yeah, go and check those out. Great. I'll make sure that there's uh, information about those in the description of the podcast and keep an eye on uh, the Data Labs uh, social media channels for all these sort of things as well. Um, you mentioned um, that there's training and qualifications available for uh, people who uh, join the Scottish government. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I imagine that would be quite a, a quite a positive thing for a lot of people, especially the graduates that you're looking for. That'd be a great thing to have when they join. Yeah, I mean... The support, the training and development, it, it's it's huge. You know, we, we really put a lot of effort into making that a, a good offer uh, within government. So everyone, beyond sort of getting the, the support from the team and the line manager, everyone has a, a personal learning plan. We have a, a, a nine-month induction program with monthly sessions where people learn as a group. We've got a, a sort of buddy that, that you get. But then there's there is that range of training both on the technical side, so everyone will get software training and things like R and SAS. Get uh, you know there's opportunities for for data science training. We have an accelerator program with uh, three months uh, a, a three month kind of mentored program, uh, working through and uh, developing data science skills. Uh, we've got uh, a statistical uh, skills training particularly for, for those that have less um, less training coming in. Uh, and we're part of a government statistical service for the UK that has a whole range of technical training going on. But that, that's not quite where it ends because we've got a lot of non-technical training, both uh, corporate corporately, and, and we have uh, programs like a, an analytical exchange program that I run where um, analysts go and support third sector organizations and develop their consultancy skills. Uh, and so, you know, the, there's, uh, you know, training and development is pretty much at the heart of the way that we work in uh, in, in government and uh, a, a strong part of our offer. It sounds like an incredible opportunity, you know, for either the graduates or the people with a couple of years experience. And it sounds like a great place to be where you can actually make a, a proper difference. Um, one other thing that we were thinking about when we were discussing this podcast was, um, would you say that the role of a statistician has changed much uh, over the last couple of years or over the course of your career? Um, uh, do you have any thoughts on how things might be different from people's uh, preconceptions of what a career in stats might be like? Yeah, well, I won't talk about uh, what year I started in, in government, but let's just say we had a we just had a PC arrive on our desk for the first time a few months before I started. Uh, but no, I mean, the traditional role of the statistician was based upon a cycle, uh, which which kind of started with, you know, the, the users of statistics, whether that's government, public sector, or business, or or others. They, you know, we we kind of identified an evidence gap. Statisticians would then help design surveys or data collections that 
would help fill that gap to to meet that that purpose, and then we'd organise the the collection, analysis, and publication of that data. Now, I mean, while that starting place, uh, kind of really understanding what the the purpose, uh, you know, the needs, the missing kind of need is for evidence. Actually, how we go about that is is really quite different now. We're in the space very much of uh, a, a world where there's a lot more data around um, already. And, you know, so our role as statisticians is often uncovering sources of data, helping to then make the best use of that. So understanding its potential, understanding its limitations, uh, connecting data around a person or a place or a business. Uh, and then, you know, so an example of, of that at the moment, we're, we've got a program which is considering the future of the census and how we might use existing sources of data instead of asking some or all of the census questions. Well, this is still thinking about 2031, but, you know, it's it's that this is going to, you know, this is driving change in um, in how we work. So, for example, our statistics on on farmland use now use you know that's done using satellite imaging and, and AI rather than by surveying farmers. So it cuts the cost down and the, the hassle to farmers, improves the quality of the data, uh, and gives our statisticians something really quite interesting to to do too. And and that's you know that's not atypical of uh, where we are just now. Sounds like an incredible time to uh, to be in the field and to be getting into the field. Um, Sounds like you're doing absolutely fascinating work. Um, so thank you so much for uh, talking us through all that and for being here today. Uh, got one last little plug, uh, Data Talent, which is uh, DataFest's premier recruitment uh, event where we invite loads of students and recent graduates um, and people who are looking to change their careers, along with some of the top companies in and around Scotland bring them all together uh, to match up the talent with the companies. Uh, that's happening this year on the 15th of March. We're delighted to be back in person at the Hilton in Glasgow. So it's all very exciting. We're actually going to be you know, face to face with people as long as everybody's comfortable with that. And we'll all be socially distanced and masked and tested up to our eyeballs. So we're all very excited. Uh, the Scottish Government are going to be there uh, taking part in a uh, fireside chat, I believe, uh, talking about um, well, what we've discussed here, really. Um, we're all very excited for that. Uh, so that's on the 15th of March, and tickets are on sale now. Uh, and we just can't wait. It's going to be really, really nice to be out and actually doing events in person again, rather than over Zoom. Uh, Roger, thank you again so, so much for your time today. Uh, it's very much appreciated. And again, if anybody's interested in these roles, please do get on them as soon as you hear this. And if you are listening to it um, you know, after the 7th of February, I'm sure the Scottish government will be recruiting again in the not too distant future. Yeah, I, I would say, Gordon, in fact, that if you missed the, the deadlines, I'd be very keen to hear from people um, yeah, who are interested in, in working in the Scottish government because we're always looking to, to recruit. We've got 30 positions just now and you know the demand for statisticians is only increasing and uh, we need to, we're, we're looking for top talent to uh, to fill those on an ongoing basis. Fantastic. Well, uh, we would highly encourage everybody to, uh, to get in touch and uh, to make sure that you do apply for these roles and any future roles, because it sounds like you're doing absolutely incredible stuff. And if I had any kind of head for numbers, I would have loved to have gone down that, but <laughs> down that route, but it was not for me.
But uh, again, thank you so much for being here. And uh, to all the listeners out there, uh, thanks for tuning in. And make sure to check out the Data Lab and the DataFest social channels to find out all the latest stuff that we've got going on and to get your data talent tickets. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye for now.